Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for another episode of the Steelers Preview. Joining me as always, Brian Anthony Davis. What's up, Brian? How are you tonight? What is up, my friends? Oh my gosh, we're 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 knee deep into it, aren't we? Sounds, sounds like you're having a party over there. Everything good yeah, over there? Yeah. There, oh, there's a uh, my my daughter likes to uh, host, and oh, uh, wow. there's a there's a sleepover going on that that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which the, I just found out about. So it's like, hey, you know, hey, I've got a show. So you'll be fine. You'll be fine. If, if a pillow fight fight breaks out in the background, you know, I'm sorry. I just grab a pillow <laughs> and virtually join in. I don't know. There you go. Dave Schofield, the editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. What's up, Dave? Is a virtual pillow fight really a thing? That would be uh, that, that'd sure. be interesting. I'm sure someone yeah, tried it. We could we could we could try we could do a BTSC <laughs> pillow fight. There we go. Um, doing what? Ready for? week one of the preseason now before we get certain time about the steelers news i wore this shirt on purpose and if you those that are live on youtube and see it's a classic pittsburgh penguin shirt and that's in honor of mr mike lang who decided to retire i know this is not a penguin show but i'm a pittsburgh fan that's what i tell people when they ask me oh do you like the steelers i'm a pittsburgh fan i like the pirates penguins and steelers guys i gotta ask you real quick what's your favorite mike lang saying after a goal brian we'll start with you <laughs> I don't know if I have one. I mean, uh, prob- probably, uh, uh, probably bingo game. Get in the fast lane, Granny. The Get bingo the game's about lane, to Grandma. begin. That's right. That's a good. That's a good one. Well, is, is there any call that stands out in your mind? Like, is it? A, is there a specific game? A specific call that sticks out for you at all? I mean, he did it for a long time. You know what? Actually, there is. It was back in about 91 when they were going for the first cup. And he did a few of them. And I don't know whether it was Kenny Main or who it was on ESPN doing the highlights. And they just played Mike Lang. And he's like, buy Sam a drink and get his dog one, too. He's like, <laughs> okay. And then, and then they do the next one. I was like, I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds pretty good. <laughs> so, I mean, he's just saying all these ridiculous things, and they're just like making fun of him. I mean, I think they were making fun with him because you really couldn't make fun of him. But calling a game, you take all that stuff out of it. Calling the game, he's fantastic too without that stuff. 
But that that's Pittsburgh, and that's what makes Pittsburgh radio and Pittsburgh sports great. I go way back to Lanny Frateri with no doubt about it. Yeah. Before you were even born, Jeff, before Dave Lanny. was even born. Yeah, but, I mean, when he first came on, it was like 1979 yeah. in that season. And I remember, I mean, I was young, but that, that was the greatest thing. And then, you, of course, when I realized who Myron was and the glory of Myron, and I mean, way back, I didn't experience Bob Prince, but all those guys. Mike Lang is an absolute legend, great voice. I just got scared because everybody's saying all these Mike Lang things on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, no, did he die? I mean, that's just like <laughs> that's the first thing that goes into my head. But no, I mean, absolutely thrilling. Um, I like what he said about uh, the team coming in with the gets off and uh, – and uh, the old two niner, you guys are in good shape with with them. But no, I mean it's not going to be the same. Just like losing Tunch, it's not going to be the same. It's still going to be good. They're going to find their own magic too. Dave, what about you? I know you're a, a Penguins fan and you watch the games. What, do you remember any Mike Lang calls that ring as like stand out? I have to admit, I actually listen to more games than I watch, just because during the regular season, if I know a Penguins game's on. My, I use my 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 little app I have on my phone that tells me all the stations that play the Steelers, and I use it for the Penguins. So I listen to Mike Lang. He didn't do that many games this year, but I made right. sure I listened when he was. Um, absolutely love it. My favorite, I would have to say, although I said, you know, call me slick from Turtle Crick was what I put on your your Twitter today. But actually, you know, it's Michael Michael Motorcycle. That's got to be the best one. But the most legendary one was back when Brian was talking about it when that one of that one of those first cup runs was that you had to be here to believe it. Yeah. That moment, that was the one that's the one that you'll, you know, everyone should remember if when you hear Mike Lang, it should be that call on that game. Supposedly I saw on Twitter that he was asked what his favorite call was and I think it was the 91 Stanley Cup because 91 they beat, no, I'm sorry, 92 I think they beat the Blackhawks in the finals. Mm -hmm. And it was a great play. It was right off a face-off win. Francis wins it back to Larry Murphy. Murphy with like the shot pass off the pad to Lemieux. And he has that great call. Save made, rebound, Mario scores. And the place just yeah. erupted. That was and, that was the one. Yeah. It's always the save made rebound score. It was such a great <laughs> call. And then just the hey, shoot, slap me, silly Sydney. You know, I mean, all these things that he did. And that reminds me of the game that Crosby came back. Um, when he was out for a really long time playing against the Islanders and he scored on a breakaway and it was just, it gave you chills and the call was perfect. And oh my gosh. So congratulations to uh, a great career. Who do you all, do you all compare Mike Lang to Bill Hillgrove or do you compare him to Myron Cope? Brian, what do you think? I don't compare. No, but the, if you had to, if no. you had okay. to draw the comparison because they have the sayings and they have the personality. Like to me, it's more Myron than Bill. It, it would have to be Myron because Bill is uh Bill's more straightforward. I mean, I, I'll never forget Steeler Maniac Haven. This place is a Steeler Maniac Haven. Yeah. I mean, and he gets fired up and fun, but he doesn't try to be he, he doesn't try to have catchphrases. He invents right. his own without trying. That's true. Dave, what do you think about that? I mean, it's he does play by play, so it's kind of hard to compare him to Myron because Myron was the color commentary. You know what I'm saying? But I do understand what you mean by the kind of um, double yoys and things like that that you always remember the the various things they would say. Mm -hmm. So I, I get the I get the comparison. What's on your cranium? <laughs> Myron Cope on sports. On sports. <laughs> 
<laughs> WTAE I mean, when well, he did yeah, the commentary. When, I, when yeah. I think about Mike Lang, though, and people forget that his color commentary was Staggy, who eventually took over on the TV side doing the play-by-play. It reminded me of Major League when Staggy would just chime in every now and then. And that's like <laughs> when he took over his play, I'm like, who's taking over? Like Mike Lang's going to radio? Anyways. All right, let's talk about some Steelers. We're going to be previewing yeah. the upcoming game against the Philadelphia Eagles Thursday, and that's why we're on the air this Tuesday. And we're back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Good call, Dave. Um, and so there's a lot of news to talk about before we get to the actual game this Thursday night. And I want to get through everything. There's been, I mean, my gosh, it's, they might as well just call Pittsburgh the rumor mill. Everything is just seemingly a rumor, and it's a, a hot take, whether it's T.J. Watt's contract or – Joe Hayden, which isn't a rumor anymore. That was, that was verified by his agent that he wants an extension. Uh, Kevin Dotson and the ongoing saga that is his quest to get back to the first team. And then James Washington wanting a trade. No, he didn't want to trade. Guys, what in the heck is going on with Pittsburgh and all these rumors? Is it just fans that are wanting any type of news? Or is, is there some legitimacy to this stuff? Brian, what do you think? Hashtag gossip girls gone wild. That's what it seems like. <laughs> why did it go wild? Like, why couldn't it just be gossip girls? Well, gossip girls and girls gone wild. I mean, it's just like, I mean, I mean, Dave had those videos back in the day on, on VHS. <laughs> girls gone wild. What are you talking about? You never there's a little oh, trouble in there. Oh, I know oh, it. All you had to do was 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 be watching TV at 12.01 a.m. And it was every commercial. <laughs> girls gone wild. <laughs> and then you had girls gone wild Mardi Gras, which was no. like, all right, I'm there, I'm there at home. I'm like, no. oh, they've dumped, no. they've left the ante. No. <laughs> Bottom bottom line is if they if they just take the 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 hidden mic out of the beehive, we're not going to have these crazy rumors that we do otherwise. <laughs> yeah, back now. All seriously, uh, Kenneth Beamer had them VHS tapes too. I love them. Um, so here here's the thing: it just seems like we're in the age, and I don't know if every other team has this, but everybody's got to beat the one to the tweet. Beat the tweet. You know, you got to be there first. And we are making news out of something that in the past, you really wouldn't worry about it as being news. TJ Watt, I'm not concerned whatsoever because you have some factions, some in the, uh, some real journalists will say, hell, oh yeah, he's holding out. No, he's not holding out. This is agreed with the team from what I'm to understand. And so the team's aware of it and they're talking. Um, so, and he's there, he's present. That's not a holdout. The James Washington thing started with Des Bryant. I mean, that, that was it. Des Bryant starts this and says, hey, if you want a good wide receiver, take my own Oklahoma State Cowboy. Take him. He's going to be fantastic. Go and make a trade for him. All of a sudden, now, I mean, what, six hours later, it's Schefter's like, oh, yeah, sources say that he wants a trade. When Let me ask you guys something. When you heard that, were you shocked? Because James Washington has never been that type of player. He's Grandpa Strong. He's the guy that just talks about work ethic and going to work and doing whatever he can. Dave, I'll ask you. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I got to bring this up to see it better. Check it out. Steeler Tank has a picture of me and him at a game 
as his profile. I'm sorry. That was that was good. Back to James Washington. <laughs> and I even took the mask off. Okay. That, That's awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. <laughs> yeah, he can't still do it. I hate to, I hate to yeah. admit it, but that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Schofield will autograph that for you for for what? Uh, Twenty and a half. No. Twenty five dollars um, in the super chat. I mean, um, <laughs> I've th- some people. I think. Yeah, you read between the lines and you fill in things that you think that you thought. Isn't that was that a was that an article that we used to have or somewhere things I think I thought I don't know um, sounds like Brian, a Brian, Brian Anthony probably Davis. Did that. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a Brian Anthony Davis article right there and you know but you did but did you think that you think that you thought um, it's really I don't know what to believe anymore because then you can even you can dissect words so much and try to draw inferences and try to say, is this what they're really saying between the TJ Watt stuff and the Kevin Dotson stuff, at least the James Washington stuff, coach Tomlin just put it to bed right then that there's nothing that he knew of. Now, if Washington's agent reaches out to somebody else in the organization and they don't want to say, well, let's just, you know, not even talk, you know, maybe coach Tomlin doesn't know because he doesn't want to know, you know, we don't know about these things, but bottom line is I'm just glad that story just kind of went away right now. Um, but we were, we want so much Steelers that we're ready to dive on anything. There was a debate going on on Twitter with some of the beat reporters today. They couldn't tell in coach Tomlin's press conference, if it said it, if he said it was, or it wasn't. And that was a huge difference in what he was talking about. Cause they were asking about if they should draw anything from Kendrick green, getting all the, all the work with the ones, you know, or is that intentional? Or, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's what it was. It was couldn't tell if he said would or wouldn't. And I mean, that just kind of went crazy for a little bit, but we just got to remember, calm down, take it all in. We don't need to flip out about everything right away. Well, to me, out of all these rumors, Watt, Dotson, Hayden, Washington, if I'm forgetting one, remind me. The only one that actually seems to carry some water, in my opinion, is James Washington. If there's a guy that has a legitimate gripe, it's him. He's a second-round draft pick. He can't get on the field, and it's not because he stinks. This isn't Lima Swede. He, he's just in a ridiculous, deep position group. And I'm sorry, people want to say, well, we need to get him snaps. Who are you going to bench? Like, Who are you going to bench for him to play? Are you going to bench Chase Claypool? I'm not. Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster? No. Deontay Johnson? Again, no. So unless you're running four wide receivers out there, which we know that does not happen a lot in the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, they'll throw Eric Ebron out there on occasion, but it's rare they have four wide receivers. And then they've been putting Ray Ray McLeod out there. So I could see him having a legitimate gripe and saying, look, if you're not going to play me, send me somewhere. And if I'm the Steelers, I'm saying if we have a trade, let's make a trade because he's in the final year of his rookie contract. If you're going to lose him anyways, what can you get for him? That's that's what my that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I want him gone. I'm saying that if he does want to trade and there's someone that wants to trade for him, let's make it happen. That's just me though. I'm I'm okay if they if they give him an extension. If they give him a new contract going to the last year of his deal. I mean, I don't think they're going to break the bank for him, but I mean, it's not out of the question. Well, but why but- would he sign it? Well, exactly. That's what, that's the thing. But at the same time, if he doesn't sign it, then he's probably going to feel like, um, well, they're just not going to showcase me at all because that to bring my price down, you know, I, 
So it's that's, it, it could be a bit of a sticky situation. But like some people were even saying, oh, well, he should be playing over Deontay Johnson, you know, if you read some of the comments about things. And I'm like, they are two completely different types of wide receivers. You have to use James Washington to James Washington's strengths. And I'm sorry, especially last year, the philosophies that they were going with didn't fit James Washington as much as it did other receivers. He's not that short, get separation right off the line, throw me a quick pass kind of receiver. And that's what the Steelers were running last year. So I I also don't like the fact, you guys know when I asked this trivia question last year, you know, Washington, Claypool, Johnson, Smith-Schuster. How many snaps were the four of them on the field for the same time? Six. Six snaps they did together. Even when they went five wide, or a lot of times it wasn't five wide because they had Ebron out there. It was always Ray Ray McLeod in for one of them. Get the four guys on the field together if you're going to have four wide receivers. Yeah, that's a good point. Brian, anything to add? You know what? I agree with everything you've been saying, but uh, I'd like to quote somebody who is not afraid to quote themselves, our very own Mark Davison. If it's not news, if you don't read it, Mark D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <sighs> oh, that's too much. Good job, Mark. Thanks for quoting yourself. All right. Um, <laughs> Let's go into now. I was kind of ticked off. You know, Mike Tomlin on Tuesday, he uh, was in front of the media. And my gosh, you see coaches. And I only get ticked off because you see other coaches do this. Other coaches, they give you a list. Here's who's not playing. Here's who's going to play. Mike Tomlin, nothing. Like he didn't even say Ben won't play. Now we know Ben's not yeah, going to play. Uh, he said Mason's going to start. So yes. But and he's he going to do the same progression as last game. So that means Ben Roethlisberger on the sidelines. Correct. No, so, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But he so wouldn't he did, say Ben Roethlisberger is a player. Right. So why does he just say yeah. Cam, Ben, and Joe Hayden aren't going to play? He did it last mm-hmm. week. Say it again. Who do you think? Uh, let's do it this way. Because in, in terms of who's in and who's out. Give me someone that didn't play last week. That's not a rookie. Or, yeah, that you think is going to be inserted in. And again, we're not thinking like Pat Fryermuth is going to play. He's a rookie. Yeah. We get it. Who's someone that you think that maybe is on the fence that's going to play? Dave, you seem like you're ready. Why don't you? Go? No, I was going to say we could just bounce names back and forth. Yeah, that's right fine. Brian, got a name? Um, yeah, Stefan it. No, no, he's not playing. He hasn't even. You don't think he's yet. playing at all? He hasn't practiced at all. He hasn't he, practiced yet. Yeah, he's. All right, well, yeah. I I got one. <laughs> he tries something. I got one. You ready? Melvin Ingram the third. I agree. I think he's going to play. Uh, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen, for Jeff's answer. Trey Turner. Trey Turner. There's is a good one. one to play. There's one that we did not play last week that I think we'll at least see some snaps. Brian, Brian. do you have another one? Well, I was practiced. Uh, <laughs> Joe Hayden. No, he's not going to play. Okay, guys. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I got one. I got one. Okay, ready? Who's the core for? Good one. I'll go with Zach. We'll I'll go with Zach Banner. This I is think if he, he will too. Okay, because he's been in and out. I'm I'm sure I, I think Zach Banner plays. Brian, you want to go again? All right. I don't know if he played last week. I'm probably he probably did, but Trey Edmonds. Is that Trey? a good one? Trey or not, not Trey yet uh, uh, Terrell, Fedarius, whatever his name is. I quit. <laughs> 
<laughs> the problem is we're on Tuesday nights, and Tuesday nights are are are, are half price beverages at the Beehive, and that's where Brian's used to hanging out. He's not used to being here with us, and he's missed it two Tuesdays in a row. So he's just and trying if, to come. To and if we know the answer to the question, have you been watching practice? And that is no. no. That has not been watching no. practice or following our live track. All, all you can do is follow the tracker. <laughs> could put everything there for you to know it's everything that's going on. There so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a second. We'll have uh, to have a talk with the yeah. podcast producer about yeah. fire, <laughs> firing him. It, it, whose turn is it? Uh, is it Jeff's turn? Yeah, I'm going to say Devin one. Bush. I think Devin Bush is going to play. Okay, that's good. I got one. Go. Your guy, Jeff. Jordan uh, Berry. Weasel Boy. Weasel Boy. Yep. Hello. You think he's going to play finally? How do you think they're going to split it up half and half? I, I do. I think they'll split it. But okay. I think he'll be out there this time. I wouldn't be surprised they do quarter quarter or something like that. Like Barry has the odds. Well, just even every other one. Yeah, either one. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see here. I do think Terrell Edmonds might get in there. I don't think Minka's going to going to play. Um, but Terrell Edmonds missed last week. You, you couldn't even get Brian, the name of the Brian, player. Was Trey. Brian? I was, um, I, but I said Fidarius. After you said Trey. Yeah. Well, I, uh, all right. I actually have one. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. Deontay Johnson. He played last. He played week. last oh, week. Bless it. <laughs> I didn't notice. Did you watch the game last week? <laughs> it's a good game. thing he wasn't on the post game because he didn't even watch it. <laughs> he caught the first pass. Ben Roethlisberger. BTR is not going to play. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, I am excited. I know I said that this wouldn't count because he's a rookie. I am excited to see Patty. Patty yes. Farmuth. Uh, he's been getting rave reviews in training camp. I mean, rave reviews. Is Brian frozen? He's either frozen or has a crazy <laughs> like smile like that isn't going away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's, that's that's too much. Anyone else, Dave, you can think of? Um, going through it. Um, we said Trey Turner. Um, do, 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 do. Anyone else? Kevin Dotson. Yeah. We didn't bring yeah, him we with the twos. What do you think about that situation, Dave? I mean, to ask you since you're an O-line guy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to say because apparently I went on and on and on and on and on about it on Scobro show. So I'll oh. try to keep it short. Bottom line is I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you the same questions I asked Rich. If Alex Highsmith got injured the very first practice of training camp and missed two weeks, would you expect him to run with the ones ahead of Melvin Ingram his first practice back? So he hasn't practiced at all. Uh, he if his first practice back after two weeks, would you expect him to automatically just go in ahead of him, Melvin Probably Ingram? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Even then, if Chase Claypool would have been in the same situation where he was out as of the first practice and missed two weeks, do you think he's going to be one of the two or three wide receivers who steps on the field the very first play when they go teams? Yes. I don't think so. I do. He's a stud. He was a stud. No, but just because it's his first time back. So now you bring it up to Coach Tomlin, and now it's a big deal. So now it's almost like, and people, and, and because he said he hasn't worked, or sorry, he hadn't worked is the thing when it's there. People are saying, oh, see, he wasn't working. That's not what he was saying. Right. He yeah, was saying he hadn't been at practice. He hadn't been out there working with the whole rest of that team. He's a second year player, a fourth round pick, you know, day three or day three pick. 
good way to put it. A day three draft pick had four starts last year. Um, Coward has 15 under his belt in the NFL. So to just come in and just hand it to him, it makes sense why they do it, but he's going to be there eventually. Yeah. Brian's back. Welcome back, Brian. Glad to have you. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're talking about TJ Watt and his holding out and, uh, yeah. and uh, asking he, for a trade. And uh, not. Oh, oh, no. And I, sorry. I, I don't know. Brian just needed a reboot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, the Kevin Dotson thing. I get it. And here's, here's where I am on this. This is Mike Tomlin speak. Mike Tomlin like throws those little nuggets out there. He throws that stuff in, and Dave's absolutely right. I'm just guessing what Dave said. But when I guess what Dave said, I know exactly what he said, and it makes sense to me. So here we go. All right. Very good. Let's go with uh, some expectations for this upcoming game before we take our first break, our only break, really. Um, what are some expectations that you have that might be different from last week, because last week, you know, we all say the same stuff. No turnovers and all this stuff. How do expectations expectations for you change going from the Hall of Fame game to this week one game against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly? Brian, we'll start with you. First thing that I'm thinking is that they're going to play this game in Philadelphia. So I expect them to uh, be in that part of the state for this game. So that's my first expectation. Uh, they are playing in Philly, right? It's a bad joke. Okay, well, yeah, I tried. Um, I've got nothing tonight. I've been exposed as not knowing anything else, so that's all I've got. Um, my other expectation is that uh, Bell and Blunt aren't going to get caught in a, uh, a smoke-filled car before going to the airport to Philly like it happened uh, years ago. Uh, now, you know what? I expect – now, actually, this is what I want to see. I don't know if I'm going to expect it, but I'd like to see – a little more tighten up defense, like all that over the middle stuff that we saw last week. It just looked like they were in the two minute drill. The The Cowboys were in the two minute drill and the, the Steelers were in prevent the whole game. And that's the way it felt to me. So I'd love to see the defense show a little bit more of what they can do to get those guys accustomed to it. Cause it just felt like they weren't showing their hand at all and made me wonder if they weren't playing their their defense. Not bad, Dave. What about you? Well, first, to, to go to what Brian said, I think we're going to see that same thing this game. It might be the following game that we might not, is that they were in their typical vanilla defense. They were in bend but don't break mode is basically what they were doing for the game, and that's what they did. They gave they up yards. A, they blitzed a ton early in that game. <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm saying is they weren't they weren't giving up anything over the top. They were, you know, keeping the receiver in front of them and tackling the catch, things of that nature. And they dug in their heels and gave up three points on the night. So um, I understand what you're saying. I don't know if we're going to see anything much more fancy this week. It would be nice though. I'm going to say it's about. Now I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> um, My gosh, this um, pre-snap, <laughs> pre pre-snap penalties. It's pre-snap. No, I keep hearing my own voice coming from Brian's computer, and it's messing me up. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. That's weird. But, <laughs> See my last statement about how this show's awful right now. Yeah. <laughs> the Steelers did a really nice job. They had no false starts, no illegal formations. 
no defensive offsides, and no uh, no too many men on the field on defense, no delay of game on offense. These are the type of things that you want to see, that they are getting their information and everything they need to do. They're getting personnel on and off the field. They're getting lined up properly in order to run their stuff. They did fantastic with that in the Hall of Fame game. The problem is the only way you can go is to maintain or to drop off. And Coach Tomlin was not very happy with practice yesterday on Monday. You could tell by his post-game press conference that he felt that they were sloppy. Today, they all they did for practice was they stretched. They did seven, you know, they went out late because of a storm. They stretched, they did seven shots. They got caught, practice got ended because of a storm. But if you look and see what happened in those seven shots, based on the reports, the offense was bad. I mean, two false starts and and things like that. And I think the defense won five to two. That's not that's not what you want to have on your last day of reporting for practice. Um, leading into a preseason game. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit concerned now that it might be a little bit more sloppy in game two than what it was in game one because you have a tendency to then take those things for granted that you did them right the first time. Whenever someone says the word sloppy, I think of the scene from Billy Madison when the lunch lady is giving them their sloppy joes. Make an extra sloppy for you. <laughs> lady, you're scaring us. Anyways... <laughs> And then we're so, back. We're back. And Mark Davison put this in the live chat. I'll put it up here. I can't believe I didn't realize this. I can't believe I didn't forget this. Holy cow. Joe Flacco is on the Eagles. And they're going to oh, see Joe right. Flacco. I totally forgot. Yes. Wacko for Flacco is in Philly now. That gives me something to watch. We get to see the Steelers beat Joe Flacco's head in again. Go ahead, Brian. I need to correct you on that because in He's Baltimore, not. it was Wacko 5 Flacco. And uh, I thought that was the worse. stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Living in Maryland, whack, oh. all these wacko five Flacco shirts. I'm like, stop it. Um, <laughs> so anyways, See, out, the, it go just ahead. goes to show in the preseason that you don't really pay attention to who you're playing against. It's really no, about what you're doing. Not yourself. at all. But this is exciting. Now I get to watch Joe Flacco get sacked a bunch, hopefully a bunch. But um, I, I'm going to go with expectations that are different for me. I, I thought that the Steelers in their situational football was weren't, weren't that wasn't that great. I want to see better third down on offense and defense, especially defensively. I can't get that Ulysses Gilbert the third blown tackle on third and ten out of my head. I mean, he played it perfectly. Catch underneath, tackle the catch, get off the field, misses the tackle, they get a first down. Um, so just clean it up, clean it up. So we'll see. Um, other than that, that's about it. So any other expectations? I mean, obviously stay healthy. We know that. Um, but yeah, Mike Tomlin, he wasn't very happy. I don't think he was happy today either. I know Ben Roethlisberger's pretty ticked off today with the false starts and stuff like that. So you yeah. know what? I do have another expectation, and it's simply I'd like to see if Haskins and Dobbs could pass more because it seemed when a lot of times in it, with the Pittsburgh Steelers and under Mike Tomlin, it seems like in the second half it's more of a runny. I mean, it's completely that's a lot of run is what I'm saying. So you see whoever starts the game and the rumors are that it's Mason Rudolph starting the game again. If that's, if that is confirmed and correct. Mike Tomlin said that today in his press conference. Well, All someone right. else asked and he said, yes, correct. Correct. So with that, you look at, I mean, I want to see, I don't want to see check down Dwayne. I want to see him throw the ball to see if he can throw the ball. Mm -hmm. I want to see more of, more of uh, Joshua Dobbs throwing a football. 
I know he could run. I know what he can do. And I know Dwayne can check down. But I want to see what he can do throwing the football to receivers. So that's what I'd like to see. Let's see him with some receivers. You know, let's see him give him some get Mason out after two drives and let Dwayne or Joshua go in there and see what they have. Go ahead, Dave. It's kind of, but you got to remember the other thing you want these quarter. I mean, as much as that's what we want to see, think about the punt returner, the punt returner that wants to go out there and shows what he can do or the kickoff returner. And like coach Tallman says, he's like, we need to trust that when you need to make a fair catch that you'll do it. Or if you're downing it in the end zone, that you're going to do it. So the same thing with Haskins, if they were playing way off of the receivers and just weren't going to let them do anything deep, he's got to show that he can read what the defense is doing and take what he should be doing. And if that's what it takes, as long as he's moving the ball down the field and finishing drives, that's also what you got to look for as well. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. For those that are in the audio side, head over to part two. If you're listening live on Facebook or on Instagram, Facebook or YouTube, <laughs> stay. We're not going anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. 